Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Y. Smith. Now today, I am going to be covering a new seed that the enemy can plant into you, and that new seed is called the seed of hunger. So let's go ahead and define it. Hunger means a craving or urgent need for food. It also means a strong desire. Now the scripture reference that I use comes from Isaiah chapter 49 verse 10, which says, They will neither hunger nor thirst. The searing sun and scorching desert winds will not reach them anymore. For the Lord in his mercy will lead them beside cool waters. And again, that's Isaiah chapter 49, verse 10. With this seed, there can be a lot of dynamics taking place that the enemy will try to trick you with. Now, most people would not think that this seed could be as destructive as it is. But if not dealt with, it can be a very destructive seed they can actually take you out, as well as it developing destructive roots that can form if you continue to listen to the enemy's voice. Now within this seed, there are two major things that can happen when dealing with the seed of hunger. Now those two things are either being overweight or being underweight. Now, I know I shared several things about being overweight and being underweight yesterday in the biblical approach section, but I'm actually going to go a little bit deeper with both of them. And so I'm going to actually start with being overweight first. Now, when you think of the word hunger, it is normal to think of it as a natural part of your daily living. When you are hungry, you satisfy that hunger by eating something that is usually appealing to your taste buds. And it provided the comfort to you that you were needing. In your mind, you have had a nice and tasty meal that gave you the satisfaction that you were hoping for. All is good, or at least so you think. As you spend more time eating out at wonderful, delicious places with friends and family, you started to notice that some of your clothing just doesn't seem to fit like it used to. And your appetite is increasing. And it takes larger portion sizes to make you full. As time goes on, you continue to increase your portion sizes and you notice that you just want to eat more and more and more. Before long, you notice that you have gained more pounds, especially in areas that you didn't want them to be gained in. You are not thrilled about the extra weight gain or even some of the little rolls that are starting to form around your waist because you do not like the way it makes your clothes look on you. Now, of course, you recognized it and you also noticed that you haven't been doing any type of exercises to help you lose some of the weight. You have decided to do some, but you realize that 
It just doesn't come off the way it used to. As you have gotten older, your metabolism has slowed down. So you know that the weight doesn't fall off as fast as it used to. Also, if you're not doing some strenuous exercises, such as resistance training, then you won't burn off the weight that fast. Moreover, it becomes absolutely necessary to change the way you eat, which means to decrease your sugar and your salt and your fat intake, as well as even not eating the fried foods that you are used to ingesting. The older that you get, the harder it is and the more effort that it will require. The key in all of it is not to go overboard with your eating habits. You have to know when to cut off the intake of certain foods, as well as to stop eating when you are full. Constantly eating without limitation can damage your body. So now let's go ahead and talk about being underweight. Now when this takes place, you could deprive your body from the necessary nutrients it needs to stay healthy. Whether you get rid of your food by vomiting after meals, or maybe you starve yourself completely from food, your body is depleted from the nourishment it needs to function as it should. As you look at yourself, you feel the need to get rid of the food you just ingested because of your lack of comfort with your appearance. As the days and months and years go by, it has become a routine for you to purge your food after each meal so that you won't have too much food in your body. Your mindset has become, if you eat too much, you may gain a lot of weight, even though your weight is already below the normal weight it should be. As the weight falls off and your bones start to become more visible, on your thin bodily frame, the habit of throwing up becomes a daily routine. What you once started as an option to try has now become part of your lifestyle. The more you look at yourself, the more you always have the urge to get rid of the food that you just ate. Usually when people are in this mindset, it can sometimes be more of a mental issue than an issue with just ingesting food. A lot of it has to do with the image that you see. If you have convinced yourself that every time you eat food, that it causes you to look overweight, then mentally it is something that the enemy has convinced you to think about. If you continue in that mindset, your body will start to shut down because it won't have the necessary nutrients to keep functioning or it will be deprived of the nutrients that it needs. So you will start to feel and have aches and pains and even other severe issues, possibly like bleeding ulcers that can take place. You have to be able to get past the negative images that is in your head and know that God created you to be whole and complete. Now, whether your struggle within is overeating or not eating, at some point in your life, the enemy has gotten you to not to be satisfied with your body. I do need to make a slight note that the challenges that I am talking about with overweight and underweight 
do not apply to the people who are in control of their bodies that just want to maybe tone up if they have weight loss or maybe build up for weight gain. This applies to people who have lost control of their bodies by allowing themselves to be controlled by a false mindset. The airwaves are being flooded by people's looks and what the right appearance should be. Because of this, let me go ahead and just ask you a series of questions to ponder on. Who decides what the right appearance is for each individual on this earth? Is it the magazines? Is it the television shows? Is it the celebrities that determine a person's look? Is it runway models? Is it athletes? Is it your family and friends? Is it your rebellion against a situation because someone may have made fun of you in the past? Is it white collar workers such as doctors, lawyers, CEOs? Or is it blue collar workers such as factory workers and construction workers and farmers? Is it singers or rappers? Is it specific to a culture? Is it an organizational leader? Is it the president? Is it the schools that you attend? Is it a religious denomination? Is it God? As you can see from the questions that I just shared, many people would probably say yes to some of the questions as to who has an influence to their appearance. Now, some would say that God keeps them conscious of their appearance, while others would say that they don't have God at all in their mindset when they are thinking of their appearance. There can be many things that can influence you as to how you should dress, what your style should look like, or maybe even what things you should mimic. Now, I am not saying that you can't do things to make you feel better about yourself. It just becomes a question as to where the influence comes from. The enemy's goal is to make sure that God is not in any part of your decision making when you are thinking about your body. As you saw in the scripture of 1 Corinthians chapter 16 verses 19 through 20 in the biblical approach section that I shared yesterday, your body is a sanctuary where the Holy Spirit resides. So let me just go ahead and share that scripture again. It says, Do you not know that your body is the temple, the very sanctuary of the Holy Spirit who lives with you, whom you have received as a gift from God? You are not your own. You were bought with a price, purchased with a preciousness, and paid for, made his own. So then honor God and bring glory to him in your body. Now, the enemy's goal is to defile it as much as possible. He can only do that by feeding your mind with as many temptations as possible to get you to choose what your body should look like. If the enemy can get you to feel less secure with your appearance, he has a way in. As you feel uncomfortable about yourself, you begin to find ways to help fill the void that is beginning to form. Now, sometimes he allows you to eat food to satisfy the insecurities within. And then other times he tells you that you are too big, so you need to get rid of the food. He usually gives you a visual also of who you could look like, such as maybe a model or a celebrity. As time goes on, he adds occupations to help build your image. So you start to dress like members of a certain group. 
Now, granted, I recognize that there are dress codes that are required, so I understand it becomes necessary to wear what is expected of you on the job. However, there are those times where certain dress codes aid you in defining your identity and your perception of how you should look. There are even times when the enemy leads you to dress in a way that would create the most attention, causing lots of reactions from people. Those times are normally due to your rebellion to situations in your life. It is these types of methods which are used to control you. If you get consumed with how you should look according to the enemy's ways, it takes away from being satisfied with how you were wonderfully created according to God's way. Now Psalm 139.14 says, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. It depends on what you believe about yourself and how you see yourself. Do you believe your body is a temple? Do you believe that God created you to be fearfully and wonderfully made? Do you accept that you are significant and your life is necessary to fulfill God's purpose for your life? It is these types of questions that you must answer for yourself. You have to also determine whose voice are you going to listen to in order to move forward in life, just as I had actually discussed in the past. If you don't believe anything, please believe this. The enemy wants nothing good to happen in your life. Absolutely nothing. He will always throw things at you to tempt you. Now, you may enjoy it and think that it is nothing, especially if you have had fun doing it. But in the end, it will create such a stronghold in you that it will cause nothing but destruction and hard times coming your way. So please turn away from him. I see I'm actually going to have to finish this tomorrow. So please come back and see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we are conquering the seeds of destruction. Take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real-life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email conqueringseedsofdestruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at conqueringseedsofdestruction.com. That's conqueringseedsofdestruction.com.